What is up, everybody? Welcome to Regular Guy Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Dave. It's January 11th, 2021. Just finished the first week of Super Wildcard Weekend. We're here to break it down and talk some football. So welcome to James. Hey, thanks for having me. What's going on, everybody? As usual, make sure you get over to the website, regularguysports.com. Follow us on social media. Twitter's at RGS Time. Instagram's hashtag Regular Guy Sports. And Facebook.com backslash Regular Guy Sports. So last time we were here, that was Saturday night, mm-hmm. um, we didn't really talk much about the, because we were just rolling into the Washington and uh, Tampa Bay game. So let's get our thoughts on that one real quick. What did you think about that game? Um, you know, the, I will say if I'm a Washington fan, I, I think that Heineke, first of all, just as a, as a professional football fan, um, I thought that guy did great. I give a lot of props to him for going out there and playing. I almost feel like they had a better shot with him than with Alex Smith. Um, I mean, that guy's real good. Uh, that's really cool. He came from the XFL. I just like all the the storylines behind it and everything. I thought they played great. I thought, um, you know, as a Washington fan, just you got to be really, really happy with what your team's been doing. Um, Ron Rivera's been a great coach. Um, obviously, they're stacked on the defense. Uh, Bucks took care of business. They handled what they had to handle. It was odd watching that game, seeing how close it was the whole time. But I, I know, and I... I I think I probably speak for you when I say I was whenever Washington was within eight points, or they'd be within seven or eight, or they'd be within eleven. I never felt like they had a shot. Um, the Bucks are clearly the better team. That's kind of a tough game to go away. You know, that's the Bucks are still kind of getting stuff together. Good win by the Bucks. I can't wait for next week. Yeah, I agree. I think the right team won that game. I think Washington gave everything they had. Um, I think the Tampa Bay spread was too big mm-hmm. at eight and a half. I mean, obviously they. Basically, Washington covered that. I mean, yep. anywhere he got, it was eight and a half, seven and a half. Um, you know, Tampa Bay was a better team, but Washington was at home. Um, they played really well. Um, I thought they did a good job. I mean, that's the big thing. I think they competed. And again, I think coaching is everything in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest. I mean, quarterbacks probably won, but, you know, one B, you know, one B is going to be coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, that's simple to say, and it seems kind of, you know, you know, kind of a no no kidding kind of thing but that's I don't think a lot of franchises just really take that into effect and I think Ron Rivera you know obviously he's got a lot of talent on that defense without question that's a really good defensive front um, they've got a window right now where they're not paying those guys but um, he did a great job getting those guys to believe um, especially all the controversy they had they had um, the Washington football team they had to basically get rid of the Redskins mm-hmm. um, they had Daniel Snyder, everybody hates Daniel Snyder. He had sexual assault issues within the front office. People wanted him to sell the team. Um, he, uh, Ron Rivera, I think now this year I, I can't remember. Well, I'm, actually, I know it. He had the cancer thing going yeah. on. Yeah, had to get an IV in a halftime of, of a game. On, and I, they just kind of, they just kind of got it done. So I was, I think they just did a really good job um, of kind of going past that. Luckily, their division's really crappy, but I think they have a really bright future. And I think we'll talk about that. Um, in a little bit with the teams, yeah. you know, that lost, who's got a really bright future. I think they're one of them. Um, so on to Sunday, um, the morning game, Baltimore, Tennessee, um, that was a really entertaining game. I'll yeah. start with this one. I thought, um, you know, 
Tennessee, it was a weird one. I think I don't know what happened to Corey Davis. Obviously, he was hurt. Um, he didn't play. I that was kind of the really the X factor in that game. Tennessee just couldn't move the ball. Um, they couldn't run the ball at all. And it was just a it was a bizarre game. And I know Baltimore they're a hot team, but I don't think Baltimore is that great either. Um, they everything was on Lamar Jackson. They only scored twenty points against possibly the worst defense in the NFL. So I really didn't get much out of that game. I think the biggest thing to me comes out of the game is that. Um, you know, Buffalo had to have been a little PO'd about that. I mean, mm-hmm. I would have much rather played um, uh, Cleveland in that spot or Pittsburgh. But, you know, you, I mean, Pittsburgh, you didn't want to play Baltimore because they are pretty hot. But I don't think Baltimore is that impressive. So, you know, we'll talk about that later in the week, the spreads. I think Baltimore is overrated as well. I think Tennessee has played a really bad game. I didn't think they coached, were coached well. I thought they had um, – they punted at the end of the game when they shouldn't have. Um, they just played a really weird game. Um, I played way too conservative, and I just didn't like what they were doing. What about you? Yeah, I think um, I'm basically in the same boat as you. I think that that game's misleading for the looking forward for the Ravens. Like you said, you nailed it on the head. They only scored 20 points against an absolutely atrocious defense that we saw all year long. Um, Tennessee just couldn't get the ball going on the ground. Tannehill, besides that first drive, that he looked great when he had that nice long one to A.J. Brown. He couldn't get the ball to A.J. Brown the rest of the game. I don't understand what happened. I mean, it just went away. I thought that – I think Vrabel's a really good coach. I don't know what happened in that one. Um, I think you. I, I think it's an understatement how little time you focus on how bad that punt was on fourth down at the end of the game. That was a – I mean, that. I don't understand. I just did not understand that play. And then the guy punted it in the end zone. So it's like you, you netted, like, what, like 40-something like yards out of the whole punt? I just uh, that was kind of throwing the game away to me. They last year they had a real killer's mentality in the playoffs, and I feel like that kind of disappeared this year. Um, I don't I didn't like what I saw from either team. If Lamar Jackson didn't have what 160 rushing yards on the ground and like four spectacular plays in the game, they weren't going to win that game. And he can't do that every week. Uh, I I don't really like either one of these teams after this game, um, especially Baltimore going forward. <coughs> Yeah, no, I agree. Um, afternoon game with Chicago and New Orleans. Um, this was a gross game. I, did you watch a lot of that game? Um, the only th- thing I want to say, I did not. I missed that th- the, actually the first half. I really don't have any comments on this. The only thing I want to say real quick, and then I'll let you, I want to hear what you have to say about it. I watched the Nickelodeon broadcast. Um, I got to just say hats off to the NFL and Nickelodeon for nailing that. And I know that there's a lot of talk about how great it was, how much of a success it was. It was awesome. I know somebody who has ADHD, I was fascinated the whole time. It was sweet, and it was very nostalgic for me. You know, every time they were kicking a field goal or something like that, SpongeBob was in the in the goalposts, and they were getting slimed when they scored. It was just really cool. Um, ah. And as a fan of, uh, you know, of um, organized sports um, in children's lives, boys, young boys, and young girls, it was really cool because it really sat down and it broke down. Every time there was a flag, a kid would pop up and say, this is why it's a flag. It really was engaging for young kids. I don't know if it was successful with the younger demographic, but I thought that that was just a real real success on the NFL's part. But New Orleans, or, uh, yeah, New Orleans is a better team. Chicago, they stunk. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, that was that's cool. I heard about that. I didn't. I didn't actually realize. I think I saw that, but I didn't actually watch. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good to get young people involved in, especially learning the game. Because mm-hmm. um, football is complicated. Mm-hmm. I mean, people try and break it down to simple. Just people running into each other, but it's a complicated game. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, to me, I think um, Chicago, I, you know, you hate to break a game down to one simple play, but um, Chicago ran a trick play in the first half where um, 
But Trubisky literally threw a ball 40 yards right into a uh, receiver name went right through his hand. Should have been a touchdown. It was so wide open. It completely changed, changed the whole complexion of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, New Orleans is not impressive. Breeze looks old. His passes look – I mean, they're, they're terrible. He had a couple really bad plays. Um, Sean Payton, I thought his coaching – I don't like the thing. You know, I still like him taking out, you know, Breeze. Um, you know, do, I don't know. It's, it's, they're a really bizarre team. I'm not yeah. sure what they're doing. I, I just don't trust them at all. Um, I think their defense is fine. But, you know, again, they, they can't get off the field either. I mean, I, the fact that this is only – you know what was it? A, a twelve point game is yeah. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bears played pretty much as bad as you could play. Yep. Um, even the announcer were talking about every single time on first down, the Bears ran the ball just up the middle. So they did. They got to second and eight every single time. It was a really weird game. I don't know. I'm not sure what the Bears do going forward. But um, you know, probably the right team won. But the Bear, I don't know. It was just a really <laughs> weird game. Um, the Bears are obviously not a great team. But they could have won that game. That's that's how bad the Saints really played. No, they, I agree. They got away with them there. Yep. No, I think that's very true. I, I think the Saints look really bad overall, too. So, to the night game, um, probably the most bizarre game mm-hmm. was the Browns and Steelers. Um, the Browns, where they jump up to 28 nothing right off the bat in the first quarter. Or 28-7, whatever it was. Yeah, 28 nothing. 37 um, crazy game. I don't. Did you watch that whole game? Yeah. So, um, I guess I'll. Um, do you want me to start on this one, or you want to start on it? Yeah. Go ahead. So I said, just said, I was just eating dinner. I tried to sneak in dinner before the end of. I started right at the end of the New Orleans game, and I tried to get done right before the beginning of the Pittsburgh game. So I gotten up and gotten the you know got the kids dessert and stuff, and I just flipped it on, and so I was sitting down when the, it was a snap over Rothsberger's head. So I watched the replay of that. I got to say, first off and foremost, that was the most pitiful effort I've ever seen by a quarterback. I know that there's the Cam Newton in the Super Bowl against um, Denver when he didn't dive on the ball. First of all, Roethlisberger didn't even go for the ball. And then James Conner missed it by like two yards when he dived on it. All you have to do is kick the ball out of the back of the end zone. Take the two points and start over. Um, I thought that really set the tone early. Uh, Cleveland really grasped that. And I think when they came into it, they have the momentum of their coach not being there. And all these people saying, well, they're going to get killed because their coach isn't even going to be there. He's going to be locked in a basement watching the game with COVID. And then you got guys like Juju Smith-Schuster saying it's just they're just gray faces on, you know, the same old Browns. They don't have any talent. I think stuff like that matters. And that 28 nothing, it was over after that. I mean, it was the end of it. And it was too little too late for Pittsburgh. And, I mean, I'll talk more about them here when we get rolling on what talking about um, – the losing teams for this last weekend, but uh, good for the Browns. They showed up. They took advantage of the opportunities that were put in front of them. And as we know, as football fans, you have to win those 50-50 plays. You have to win the turnover battles, and you have to take advantage of scoring when the opportunity presents itself. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, Big Ben, uh, I think he ended with four um, interceptions that game. The fact that they even came within 11 is crazy, but mm-hmm. I think Cleveland by the end was so gassed. Yeah. I mean, they, they were on the field for so long. Um, you know, kudos to Pittsburgh coming back. They could have given up because they, they looked so bad in that first quarter. Um, they were unprepared. Um, Pouncey, I mean, even I think I think it was Pittsburgh's first touchdown. Pouncey literally sna- he snapped the ball right at Roethlisberger's feet. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was one of the best catches I've ever seen for a 30. I mean, I couldn't even imagine if somebody snapped a ball that fast at my feet. I don't even know if I could bend down that fast. Yeah. And, I mean, I, it was just one of those things. He played awful. Um, I, you know, it's just kind of a microcosm of their, 
their whole team, their offense, their offensive line sucks. Um, I think they have to make wholesale changes. Um, they're, they were 32nd in the league in rushing this year. You know, they're just a disaster. I mean, I, you know, I think for me, I like Cleveland in this game. That was one of my picks this week because I like them to cover. I didn't think they would win, um, but I think they'd cover. And I think for me, moving forward, and we got to remember this for next year, there's a team every year that's kind of like an upstarting young team yeah. that nobody believes in. Last year was the Titans. Yep. Um, nobody believed in them last year. Um, they, they were physical. They could run the ball. They could hit people in the mouth. I think Cleveland's the same way. Um, I think they're going to go into Kansas City next week. I don't think they're going to win. They might even lose by double digits. They're going to play them tough, They're going to play physical, and they're going to be able to run the ball. So that they're kind of the exact same team to me. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Yeah.